You're listening to the Next Generation Gym Owners People and Profits Podcast, where we focus on taking your passion and turning it into your profits. Join us for interviews with business experts, industry influencers, and more. Let's get to it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Next Generation People and Profits Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Cotton, and today we are talking about why being the smartest doesn't always mean you will be the best. And this is a really unique episode where we're going to talk about the difference between knowledge and execution. But first, if you have not gone over and liked NG Cheer and Gymnastics owners on Facebook, do that right now before you do anything else. And if you want to get more information, make sure you head over to nextgenowners.com, subscribe to join our blog and get email updates and other great information on top of this podcast daily to you. All right, so let's get to it. Why is being the smartest person, why being the smartest person doesn't mean you will be the best? And what it comes down to is knowledge is not the same as execution. And remarkably, just like in cheerleading, execution is king. Knowing something is very different than doing something. And there are really three key topics we're going to talk about. Number one is you have to start with knowledge. You cannot do what you don't know. So that's a really important thing to, to separate out, that knowledge is not inconsequential. You have to start with that knowledge. You you can't just do things. You have no idea how to do them. Um, So knowledge is important, but it's not the be all end all. And number two is you can learn through doing, but it only goes so far. So um, there's there's definitely people who are good at learning things while doing them, um, but you're only going to figure out so much on your own. And then number three is too much knowledge without guidance is going to lead you to what I call paralysis. uh, And that's kind of just that freezing action. So where did this really come from? So I'm a big fan of Gary Vee. I listen to him a lot. And Gary Vee stands for Gary Vaynerchuk. Uh, He is a a brilliant business mind. And I spent a lot of time listening to his podcast, listening to him um, speaking at different conferences And what's interesting is Gary uh, will oftentimes give his best business advice out and he gives it out willingly. Like he will tell you, this is exactly what you need to do to market in 2022. And he will list it out for you. He doesn't hold anything back. And I'm going to do an entire episode on Gary V's five biggest business tips for a business owners. Um, But he gives it all away for free. And one of the things he always says is, I I don't have any problem giving this out for free because I know 99% of you aren't going to go and do it. You can know it, but you're not going to go and execute it. So I I don't mind giving it away for that 1% that's going to go do it. Good. I'm helping you be a better version of yourself and be a better business owner and and change the world. But the reality is, is that most of you, even though you know this information and you hear it and you go, yes, that makes sense, you're not going to go and do it. And that was just so poignant to me that... I, and then I had this uh, referenced by someone who is, is um, helping us and giving us business advice. And uh, I realized that everything you could ever want to know is out there, right? Like you can, there is n- almost nothing out there that you can learn that you can't find on Google or YouTube. Like, how do I do all of my home projects? How do I figure those things out? How do I figure out how to install a dishwasher? I look it up on YouTube. How did I learn how to change the brakes on my pilot? 
I looked it up on YouTube, right? When I get stuck, I look it up on YouTube or Google it. So there's, we, we literally live in an age where information is always at your fingertips. So knowledge is, is always out there. There is no limit to the amount of knowledge you can find, but there is a, there's a bridge that has to be crossed between knowing something and actually going out and doing it. So when I started as a business owner, the reality is I knew nothing about owning a business. I went to school. I got a degree in sociology. It was known as the athlete's degree. Um, I, it, it, was, it was a degree. I got a degree in sociology and a, basically a minor in military leadership when I was going through my ROTC program. And so I did that. And then I was hired as a full-time police officer. I was married to my wife and my business partner who went to school for, um, she got a major in early childhood education. So neither of us knew anything about running a business. Like we, we knew nothing. All we knew is we knew cheerleading and we were really good at cheerleading. Um, and we knew how to do that. And we knew we loved it. And we knew we loved kids and we knew we loved, you know, what we could accomplish through cheerleading, but we had no idea how to run a business effectively. And so we had no idea what marketing was or how marketing worked. We had no idea what a good website was or, or how good websites worked. We had no email marketing system or, or email contact system. We had no systems to speak of at all in our business. We just did things because that was the way we'd done them. And it was just kind of like, hey, you were supposed to know what to do. Um, and we really were just, the, the, the number one goal was just try not to mess up too bad and just put out all the fires as they come up. Right. We, our goal was just not to goof up too badly, um, not to lose money and to just put out fires as they as they sprung up, which led to so many errors because we just didn't know what we were doing. We didn't know what insurance we needed. We didn't know what workers comp insurance we needed. We didn't know, um, you know, everything we needed to know about taxes. We didn't know everything we needed to know about, um, you know, how to hire and fire people like we just we didn't know anything. And we were just kind of muddling our way through it. And my weakness at, at this point was a lack of knowledge. I just didn't know what I didn't know. Now, I moved on to learning through doing, right? I initially learned everything I knew about running a business through doing it. So I knew I needed to do social media. So I started to research a little bit and started to dabble in it. And, you know, I had an Instagram and I had a Facebook and I was just, I was just doing it, but I wasn't necessarily doing it well. I knew I needed to make promotional items. So I started making flyers and I started out making them, you know, in, in Microsoft Word and pages. Um, and I didn't know how, what graphic design was or how to make things look good or about negative copy versus, um, you know, uh, you know, a black background versus a white background. I didn't know about imaging. So I didn't know that, you know, some of the imaging that I knew looked amazing. It was beautiful, uh, skills were not necessarily things that sold well to potential customers. So I just, I didn't know anything and I was just kind of doing it. And I, I, sometimes things would work and sometimes things wouldn't work. You know, I had no idea how to train a staff. It was like, Hey, do you know cheerleading? Okay, great. Here, coach that team or here, coach that class, you know, shadow me in a class. Hey, this is generally what we do, you know, duh, 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 and go. And there was no, I didn't know how to train people. I didn't know how to teach people. I, I in terms of like, as a staff member, I just didn't know how to do any of those things, but I was doing it, right? And I started learning through doing. I started learning, oh, we need our policy and procedure manual to to train staff. And so that's something we train staff on. And I'm gonna, I know we need to do flyers and we need to do marketing materials. So I'm gonna just start doing it. And I was learning through doing it 
But I was hamstrung by the fact that my lack of knowledge in how to execute things, and it really held me back from achieving my full potential. I just didn't have the knowledge. I didn't have the understanding of the thing. And I hadn't spent enough time researching and learning about it to execute it correctly. I was just doing my best. I was that backyard tumbler who watched a video and then started throwing a back handspring. Um, I wasn't good at it. I could do something that resembled a back handspring, but it wasn't a good one. And it was due to a lack of knowledge, an understanding of what the skills should be or, or what my business acumen should be. Now, then I transitioned to the starting to gather a lot of knowledge and a lot of experience. And I started actually putting effort into learning and attending conferences, business owner conferences, and learning from people who could teach me how to be a better business owner. And as my knowledge increased, through education, my production increased. And we started to really see an increase in revenue, an increase in registrations, an increase in overall product within our business. And we started to become much better business owners as we got more knowledge. But then there was kind of this unique point where the scale tipped and I started to know more than I was doing. And I start. I had. I had a whole bunch of knowledge on things, but I wasn't executing on that knowledge, and I, and I was overwhelmed. And I started to have too much information, and I couldn't really arbitrage that out and sort through it and figure out what I needed to do first. And so it led to me like doing 92 different things and accomplishing zero. And kind of a paralysis through overload. It was, I would like touch on this and be like, oh, it's too hard. And then I would touch on this thing over here and now oh, that was too hard. You know, this was back when I, you know, I was like, oh, I need an email response system. So I, I got MailChimp. Well, I didn't know how to use MailChimp. And I, and I was like, ah, this is dumb. I don't need it. I'm just going to go back to Google. And I was like, oh, I need to do Facebook ads. And I'd done a little bit of them and I, I tried to dabble in it. And I was like, oh, I hate ads manager. I don't want to work with this. So I'm only going to do ads when I really have to. And you know, and those are just two examples, right? I knew I needed a website. So I just was like, Hey, hire this company, do my website. But I didn't stay on top of it. I didn't manage it. I didn't make sure that it was running really efficiently and doing the things that I needed it to do. So I was, I had all this knowledge of these things I knew I needed to be doing. And I was just dabbling in them and not mastering them and getting better at them. And I wasn't prioritizing things in the right way. And that was, it, it would be like, um, Again, going back to a tumbler analysis, this is like that tumbler who learns their back handspring and is like, sweet, I've got my back handspring. Now I'm gonna work on my full. And they and they're trying to work on their full and their layout and their tuck and their round up back handspring and all the things simultaneously. And there's so much and they have the knowledge, they understand, they watch the videos, they understand how the skill works, they can talk you through it, and they're trying to do all the things all at once. And so it was just too much information that I didn't know how to arbitrage through. And so knowledge is not always the, knowledge is really, really, really important. But then there's one key missing piece from those three things, which is the execution and the understanding of how to execute, which comes from, from experience and coaching. So what I think is really, really important is that you have to have a coach. You have to have someone who can not only give you that knowledge, but then guide you on the right 
steps to take with that knowledge who can tell you, okay, now you understand how email marketing works. Now let's start here and gradually build, right? And they can tell you what things to prioritize because if you go in with the knowledge of like, oh, I have knowledge about email marketing and you, you start setting all that up, but you have a horrible website, well, that email marketing isn't really going to do as much for you as it would if you had a really great website. So there, a coach is going to be able to help you prioritize which things you need to do first and how to break those things down. So this is, in my opinion, it's why the Academy is so beneficial for our clients. It, it helps them. We can help them arbitrage and plan and execute on the knowledge that they gain from us as opposed to just going out and getting that knowledge because you can buy books and you can watch YouTube tutorials and you can sign up for conferences and, and get a ton of information out of a conference. And you may be able to execute on some of it. If you've ever been to a conference, you've actually probably felt that you've gone and you've gotten so much information. You've taken all the notes. You have like 72 pages of notes and you have like the two things that you start to execute on right while you're there or right as you leave. And you get those two things done. But now as you get further down the road, you've you've lost some of the information you had and, and the nuance of it. And now you're really struggling to execute on those things that you learned. And now it's overwhelming and you're like, oh, I don't know what to do. So the reality is, is that knowing what to do is pretty simple. It, it actually doing it is the hard part. Think of the athlete who lands a skill and they do it wrong and you give them a critique and the athlete's response is, I know. And you as a coach are like, if you knew, then why did you do it? Well, knowing is the easy part. The knowledge is the easy part. What to do, how to do it, and actually following through on that doing is the hard part. That is the challenge, and that is where you need help. Now, my, my goal for you as you leave this podcast is my number one thing I would recommend you do is if you are not already a member of the Academy, head over to the website and either join the Academy or at least opt in to get more information uh, so you can, so we can reach out to you. You can start getting more knowledge, more information and start acting on that stuff. However, you're not going to do that because you're just not ready yet, which is possible. Um, you're just not ready yet. Then here's what I want you to do. I want you to write down three things that you know you should be doing, but you're not. All right. And, and quite frankly, I could do this. I could write down three things that I know I should be doing that I'm not doing right now. And then plan to do one of those things each week moving forward. So you write down three things that you are not doing right now that you know you should be doing. And hopefully you kind of know how to do. And I want you to do one of those things each week. Now, why am I having you do one each week versus one over each day over the next three days? Because that would be far more productive, right? No. What I want you to do is I want you to do one a week because I want you to take that thing and I want you to do it. Let's say Sunday is your start day. Well, you're listening to this hopefully on a Friday. That's when it releases. Um, but let's say Sunday is your start date. You're going to do it on Sunday and then you're going to do it again on Monday and then you're going to do it again on Tuesday and all the way. So you're going to do it seven times over the course of that week. And we're now building it into a habit and something we understand how to do. And we are executing regularly before we add on the next thing. So we're going to add on one thing each week and we're going to master that thing. And then we're going to start doing it because the biggest difference between 
being smart and having all the knowledge and being the best is the doing. You got to do the thing because all of that knowledge doesn't mean anything if you don't go out and do something with it. All right, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, I, I hope you, it got you motivated and you've got a list and you've got your things you're going to do. Remember, head on over to NG Cheer and Gymnastics Owners on Facebook or nextgenowners.com. Give us a like, subscribe. If you're looking for another podcast to listen to that is cheer related, I recommend you listen to uh, the Let's Talk Cheer podcast by Jason Larkins. He talks to uh, parents. He talks about current events going on in cheerleading. Uh, He's got a lot of really great content. If you're just looking to listen to a podcast all about cheerleading and not necessarily as focused on the business side, uh, he's a good friend of mine. He's been on the podcast. I've been on his um, really, really great podcast that I think you should check out if you're looking for another one to listen to. Uh, Great stuff there. So without any further ado, thank you for listening. If you made it to the end, we really appreciate you. Uh, Give us a like, give us a subscribe, uh, share this podcast with anyone you think may get something great out of it. And with that, we'll see you on the next one. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Next Generation Gym Owners People and Profits Podcast. If you would like to be featured on our podcast, click the link in our description to apply. If you're interested in joining NextGen, visit our website at www.nextgenowners.com. And lastly, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast to make sure you don't miss any future episodes. Thanks for listening.